0: Hey there, you're listening to Don't Be an Asshole, a spiritual guide. It's a podcast where we talk about life, music, and spirituality. As we get into this, I just want you to know that it's not about getting you to believe what I believe. It's about asking you to ask yourself why you believe what you believe. All right. It's episode 11, boys and girls. Apologize for not getting episode 10 and a half out over the weekend. I know there are probably 13 or 14 of you that were looking forward to that. And it didn't happen. But my wife and I and our kids are in the process of packing up and moving from our place in Alhambra out to Claremont, beautiful Claremont. And also, my apologies if I sound like a burned out stoner, I'm on a little Benadryl right now. I had a weird allergic reaction where my eye was swelling shut. So I'm like, well, let's take care of that. Benadryl makes me have weird dreams. It's like Benadryl sleep is all the weird parts of Twin Peaks rolled into one crazy nightmare. So I really don't look forward to going to bed when I take Benadryl. Today's podcast is part number two of my conversation with Kyle Geller. You can check out his website at lprimo.com. and if you enter the code FAMILIA, promo code FAMILIA, you get 30% off all apparel. That's pretty cool. And he's got some cool things going on over there, making some short films, creating some content. You got to check out Kyle's homepage, his Facebook, all of his social. Everything I can think of to link in the description will be linked in the description. So check out El Primo brand, elprimo.com. Familia is the promo code, and I'll have a link to all that down in the description. You can support this podcast on a monthly basis by going to patron.podbean.com forward slash Eric That's patron.podbean.com forward slash Eric Alright. Now it's time for a segment I like to call What's Bothering Me Today. What's bothering me today? First of all, whenever you're on a set, and where the food is, is called the craft services table, and people say, hey, i want to go over to crafty. I'm not calling it crafty. I'm never going to call it crafty. I'm never going to be able to call it crafty. The only time I use the word crafty, if it's preceded by the word you, and then immediately followed by son of a bitch. You crafty son of a bitch. It's the only time ever. Keeping it 100. Keeping it 100 for real? Shut up Phyllis, you're not street. Quit saying you're keeping it 100. And while we're on the subject of 100 being 100%, being completely real, being whatever, when people say he gave 110%, no he didn't, he's still alive, you dumbass. He didn't give 110%, he didn't even give 100%, because that's everything, you can't give all that. It's impossible. Jimmy gave it all out there on the field today. Yeah, yeah, Bob. He's a regular Jesus of Nazareth for the Detroit Lions. Shut the hell up. He did not leave it all on the field. And that's what's bothering me today. Tune in next time. Oh my gosh. Well, tell me about the El Primo brand. What's going on with that?
1: That's me being humble. Like I don't know. It's not it's me being humble, and me being uh when I was living in, in Los Feliz, right? hmm That's where I really got to like. Long Beach is part of LA. It's mm-hmm. LA County. It's all LA. I've been up been coming in here my whole life, you know, up to greater LA, but like first time living in like a zone where it was probably just me from LA and everybody else is not. Mm-hmm. like those fields there's no one from l a it's all it's all and they're all it's pretty it was pretty pretentious for a second, you know, yeah, I got that and like that whole stuff and and i and I don't really care what people think and I still don't but i'm I'm professional now, so it's like, yeah. you gotta there's a little standard you gotta hold yourself to and stuff and I noticed that when someone asked me what I did for a living and I said, oh everything mm-hmm. you know I'll do a little bit a little bit of that a little bit of this it was uh, almost looked down upon. In a, in a in a little way, like you know, you talk to me for another five minutes, you'll fucking you know, there's that washes away, and that so it's not it never bothered me, but I caught it as a business thing, mm-hmm. and so El Primo brand is really it started as product it's a production company. Like I had to do it, I did my first union directed my first union project last year. We oh, S- nice SAG and we went SAG, so to do that legally, I had to start a production company. So I did the El Primo brand, and now it's involved in this whole thing where it's just it's just me doing my thing so okay i got the paintings the photography the podcast the clothing like all that stuff but it's under one roof it's under one name and it's a el primo brand so it sounds like a you know a company yeah it's really just one dude my chick does the accounting you know and does the, yeah. of the business and stuff so yeah
0: I, I didn't know if you like slung
1: weed and called it el primo <laughs> <laughs> you know? it's a very it's, it's got a very weedy name yeah for some reason yeah <laughs> but no um and it, so el primo brand really like the name is it's really just me in a nutshell. Like, I've always been too brown to be light. I've been way too light to be brown. Mm -hmm. I don't know Spanish. My grandma does, you know? Yeah. And El Primo was... El is obviously Spanish, but Primo, it's it's a Spanish word for cousin, you know, but it's also, in English, has like 50 synonyms, meaning like great, good, best, top, you know, all those things. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was a good play in the whole realm of English and Spanish and, and, it, and it embodies me like to the T. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. Yeah. Los Villas is one of
0: those. I mean, that's just kind of like the base of the hill underneath the observatory, right? Yep. Yeah. For all of you non LA people. And yeah, it's definitely... It's a Los Angeles address, but it's transplants. It's people who can afford to live there. It's very expensive. That yeah. is an f- expensive fucking little patch. But it seems to be a lot more hipster now,
1: where everyone's... How long ago did you live there? I lived there for five years, three years ago. Okay. So, I mean, it was... I watched it. My bar, mm. the bar I went to... Well, it's crazy, because I actually lived... Around the corner, just off a fountain in Sanborn. Okay. Which was only like a block from what they would call those fields, I guess. Like, yeah. I lived there with my half-sister. Lived there and watched it just from, I think that was in probably like 2004. hmm And just from that time to the time I moved in, I mean, it had changed a bunch. And just from living there to the first year where I lived there, the five years later, I mean, I judge a lot of stuff off just like the bar I was at. Yeah. It went from like just chilling like low-key you know you would see your occasional like celebrity because it's hollywood you know yeah and they liked it because it was so melt like it was just don't talk to me like everybody yeah. just keeps themselves it was a cool dive bar which is a nice vibe and like good people always play good music on jukebox To mm-hmm. so like two within two years packed like everybody's coming just to fucking try to hang out with celebrities and like just turn into that thing that you just like I would I always run from to this day. Like that's I don't do limes. I don't fucking I don't like huge crowds. Uh, like,
0: clubs are the worst.
1: Ugh, yeah, I'd rather fucking I'll smoke a bowl eat a go to Taco Bell. That's my That's yeah. my
0: club now. I found Tacos El Galavan recently. What is that? Oh man, it's all over. It's the the only one that's like in a "quote unquote white area is in Hollywood like right on <laughs> the But I mean, they're all over the place. They're uh Their street tacos are good, but their salsa bar has like bean, like legit good tasting beans on it, and that's free. So I'll get like two tacos. So I'll spend like $4 and then like get a whole bunch of beans and salsa and stuff, get full and feel good about myself. Um, Or actually, I don't feel good about myself. (laughs) I feel really, I feel like, oh, I overdid it again at Tacos of Galavan. And my Spanish is the worst. So I, I feel like when I say names, like, El have Gavalon, El Gavalon, that I'm offending anyone who is a Spanish speaking person. Actually, I have a not a joke, but a kind of a routine that I do with like people in my acting classes. I came in, I'm like, oh, have Dos Jor Chat is poor for <laughs> And they just they think it's funny because that's really the more the more I try to speak any foreign language, the more my thick
1: Oklahoma accent comes out. It's horrible.
0: So I'll just stick with
1: English. See, I feel like, and I feel like I'm really offending folks at the taco truck because I I look like I should speak Spanish. Mm -hmm. And I am giving it an effort. I was really bad in high school. My grandma just screamed at me in Spanish all the time. She would (laughs) never teach us. Like, that's, that's a crazy story, too. But never learned Spanish. You know, I do my Duolingo now. And I feel like the taco truck is the one place I can't practice because these fools are like... Dude, you're really fucking this up for everybody right now.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, it makes me not feel so bad about me. And really, (laughs) at the end of the day, that's what I care about. (laughs) As you should. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, the the whole basis of this podcast is that every human being is an asshole. Yeah. And we should try not to be, uh, which goes against our, our base nature. But and for me, asshole isn't. Like, Hitler. You know, not horrible, not evil. Asshole is just selfish. Just, I think about me more than I think about you.
1: I think, I think, I honestly, I feel like people need to get a little more selfish. Because, uh, I did a lot of, uh, work on myself. Like, after that whole period of just garbage life. Right. And I did a lot of work. Like, I really worked on it. Like, I really, I read books. I fucking, you know, I, I did, took steps just to really see stuff. And, uh... There was one really good thing that I learned, which was the the example was if you're in an airplane and it's going down, the masks fall down, you got to put yours on first. Right. Because if you don't and you try to save maybe the kid sitting next to you, that's going to die. Obviously, you want to save that kid. But if you save him and then you die and you might have been able to save 20 more fucking people.
0: Yeah. Or, you know, you or you both drown, or you both die, right. you know, because yeah. you, you can't get it done. I think self-care is incredibly important. I don't want people to get the wrong idea <laughs> from me. I mean, just, you know, anyone who might listen, yeah, yeah. I don't think you are, and people who really know me don't think that, but, you know, you can say something in passing thinking that everybody gets it, right. and then it's just totally misunderstood. Self-care, incredibly important. But, like, today I was driving, I, I drive for Uber, which I can't wait till that's no longer something I say. <laughs> (laughs) was in the wrong lane i was like oh i need to get over this truck literally sped up he would rather get in an accident rather hit me and he almost did than just let me slide in yeah and yeah you know so i think people who purposely go into the wrong lane to get ahead of everybody then cut back in that's an asshole move that's a dick move yeah but equally as much is the people who speed up just to purposely not let people in. And that, to me, that's the kind of the day-to-day assholery of the human condition. Now, if you've got to step back and go, like, I I can't focus on you. I have to focus on me. Because that makes you a better person for everybody else. Right, right. That's not asshole. That's not selfish. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's making humanity a better place to be. <laughs> because if you allow yourself to be, uh, to use a... And a dated colloquialism a candle that's burning on both ends you're no good for anybody right and then so all of us
1: selfish people can't use you anymore because you just burned yourself out i think the thing that bothers me and where people are the real like the real dicks and assholes these days are the people There's so there's no awareness for mm-hmm. things going on around and i think if you could just stop and breathe for a second and just take in just the, like couple things that are just going on around in the room or your life in general, you'd probably be a lot more calm as well as, like, everything else going on, in, you know, in the fucking room. A little awareness. Cell phones, dude. You know, driving with your text. It's the same shit. It's like, you're going to text and drive. And it, I mean, it is a big deal, dude. Like, it's a trip. Like, I've, I'm... I'm not saying I don't do it. Like, I wish I fucking listened to myself right now. You know, I've text and drive. I look down at my phone, but that's why I can say this is because when you look up, you're like a fucking street later and you're like, I have no idea how this, how I got here. And Mm -hmm. you take that deep breath and you're like, put your phone away, you know, like for a minute, but I'm lucky. Yeah. You know, there's a lot, but I mean, that's just, that's kind of shit I'm talking about. Like you're in a fucking one ton vehicle that could murder everybody within seconds. Yeah. Just be aware. Like your guy, like, slow down just for a second, man. We've all been there. Like, slow down, let them in.
0: We all need somebody just looking out for us occasionally. I mean, traffic is just like the easiest. It's in LA that everyone can relate. I, I have to go to LAX every single day. So if I see someone with their blinker on trying to get over, I always reward the blinker. I I try to reward good behavior. Someone turns on their blinker. I'm like, you go right ahead. If they're trying to like, I can't let three or four people in at once because I mean, I've got to get out too, you know, Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'll put on my blinker and people just won't. I'm like, come on, man, just be cool. I think I think the world would just be a better place. Government would be a better place if we all just promise to be cool to each other. Yeah. Just be cool.
1: That's my uh, that's our that's my whole little motto for the El Primo brand. Mm-hmm. We always do uh, create, inspire, be Primo. All right, because like it's it's all I don't know, man. Yesterday the whole the whole Nike Colin Kaepernick thing like that was everywhere. Yeah, and so I'm not gonna take a stance on that. I'm just letting you know how I how I pretty much react to all politics and like a lot of arguments that are going on. Mm-hmm. Go to both sides and then just sit in the middle. Yeah, like I love being in the middle. Like I don't. I don't believe in either thing. I believe in being good, being primo. Like, that is my ultimate thing. So it's like, dude, you don't have, because you like one thing doesn't mean you have to like everything that surrounds that thing.
0: Right. Yeah, I think uh, cutting up your Nikes, throwing it away is lame. I mean, if if you're like, okay, I don't want to support them anymore. You've already paid for them. Yeah, you know, you you spent hundreds of dollars on this stuff. If nothing else, give it to some homeless people, the homeless vets that you know you're so offended about right now.
1: The best, the best meme I think I've seen. Oh, I'm just gonna pull it up real quick. This one was so genius. I just like smiled from ear to ear. Everybody's been doing them, but they're pretty tasteless. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I will say. With
0: you know, running the risk of being someone who takes a stance is, I think, if people want to stand for the anthem, great. And if someone wants to kneel for the anthem and say, you know what, African Americans do have a racism is something that's real, and I think this is a way. It it's a a peaceful protest that gets people's attention. It gets their panties in a twist. It makes a statement without hurting anybody. What else do you want? Yeah, You know, these really, the white supremacist type people are like, well, these people shouldn't protest like this. Well, how should they protest? You know, they shouldn't be flipping over cars and burning stuff. Okay, <laughs> I understand that. Well, he shouldn't be kneeling there silently. Well, what should he do? <laughs> what, what should a person do to try to say, I don't think this is right? Okay, you got it up. I want to see it. This is uh... Uh, the Toby Maguire uh, Afro guy better stand for the government song, or I'm going to stop buying Chinese
1: tennis shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the smartest one yeah. I've seen. I'm like, yeah, good for this guy. I just, I just like good stuff, man. Yeah, I like I like just being good. And my whole, actually, my whole argument. I'll just, you know, just for a second. I was, I said, the ad is a great ad. It is a fucking great ad. It's a great ad. But I think I don't think Nike should have been the ones to do it. I don't think I like. It's weird that you say, like, the silent protest and all that stuff. Like, I totally agree. Like, I do. I agree Mm -hmm. with it. And I just don't think, as a sports head figure, like Nike, like International, the same with Trump. Don't I don't think they... Politics doesn't go into sports. Like, you can, as a player, Mm -hmm. do whatever you want. Be hated as a player. But don't make people, like, hate, like, the entity of sports. Because I just go back to the Olympics, and I think about playing hockey and soccer and seeing, you know, the World Cup. Like, when the world's in disarray, sports, people can go out and shake shake a fucking hand, and I think that's just beautiful. Yeah. And when you add politics to it, it kind of takes away from that. And I'm not saying don't do your... Like, the protests are fine. Like I said, as a player, be hated. That's fine. Someone's not going to like you. But for as a whole, like a whole thing, for a yeah. sports, for a giant, you know, leader, I'm like, man, like, you're really taking away from the sports thing. A lot of people are
0: like, well, the NFL is, you know, if they don't start firing these people, they're going to lose, you know, they're going to lose me as a viewer. So, you know, Billy Bob is punishing himself because Marshawn Lynch decides to take a knee and not get fined for it. If Billy Bob likes watching football, Billy Bob should stink and watch football and not worry about what Marshawn Lynch is doing. Yeah. Because I don't even think Marshawn Lynch is worried about what Marshawn Lynch is doing, you know? Um, So Billy Bob shouldn't be worried about it either. And let, the, let them do what they're going to do. Let's not get our panties in a twist. But, hey, why don't we take a look at the issue if we, really, if we really care? Like, okay, do all lives matter? And you say they do, especially the people who are so against the Black Lives Matter movement. They're like, all lives matter. Well, yeah, that's the point of the Black Lives Matter movement is all lives do matter, but... Their lives don't seem to matter as much as mine. And so why don't we
1: work together to make all lives matter the same? You know what tripped me out the most? No. Is, uh, you know, on any, like, government forum, like DMV, whatever, race slash ethnicity boxes, right? Right. You got African-American, like, whatever, Caucasian, all that stuff. But what happened to the human race? You know what I mean? Hmm yeah like isn't that the first one like why I don't understand how there can be a human race and a white race I don't understand there'd be a human race and a black race like that doesn't make any fucking sense to me yeah whatsoever. those those
0: forms for sure, because what's the difference? I mean they're obviously we have different experiences you know like you said yourself, you're not white enough to be white yeah uh, or dark enough to be dark. Somebody is categorizing you based solely on the way you look and that affects other parts of your life. You've you're you're making the best that you can. Me? Hell, I'm as white as they come. <laughs> I am a white kid from Oklahoma, gray hair, beard. I I look like my credit score should be 7000. <laughs> it's not. I make, you know, mistakes. I was recounting the other day about a time that I, 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 I'm nervous around police, not because I'm black or Hispanic, but because I, I used to like break into crap when I was a kid and I was stupid and I almost got caught several times. And so I'm like, Oh, I better be careful around the police. But for me, it was actually my actions that led to my distrust. For some people, it has nothing to do. If you and I both got pulled over, both driving, uh, a 2009 blue Camry. I will get let off with a warning. You will get a ticket.
1: Oh, dude. I I get that in Orange... Just going to Orange County. From, uh-huh. like, from Long Beach to Orange County. I remember uh, this was actually 100% true. The n- night, like hours before I drove out to Oklahoma. To move mm-hmm. to Oklahoma. That's the trip. So this night, I'm driving back from Orange County... Which, it's just notorious for just being like, I mean, there's a bunch of Nazis out there. Like, I mean, it's Lord. fucking just so, it's just a white, dude. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's, but it's like mean, like, ugh. Like, like white people in don't even like white people in Orange County. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, the, the, that, like that super, super, uh, it's it's crazy. But I remember I got pulled over, dude. These dudes, for what? I have no idea. I had, I think, a like blinker, maybe something, just some minor ass shit. Mm-hmm. Pulled me out put cuffs on me i mean i was sitting there for an hour like i mean it was it was a really bad experience i had never had an experience before then like that wow and that was a trip i was like damn this is this is happening and it was because it was right when they pulled my shit out and it said long they put long beach in the face or, i don't know whatever the fuck together and they're yeah. like oh this guy's doing something yeah he's a banger or I'd something he just dropped off a couple pounds of weed so i'm really <laughs> glad but, uh, <laughs> i mean hey go figure yeah,
0: I mean, it's the tattoos, it's the whole thing, you know. I I got pulled over, oh, six months ago for making an, an illegal U-turn right outside of LAX. It was the middle of the night, it was raining slightly, and I knew that I wanted to be heading north and I was heading south on Sepulveda. And there was no place for me to turn around. So you, I would have had to go all the way down to, you know, almost to Manhattan Beach to turn around. Middle of the night, I'm exhausted. I don't want to do that, so I see the sign that says no U-turn. I'm, ah, hell, I'm pulling a U-turn right here. I pulled it out. Ten seconds later, the lights behind me. And I drive a minivan. All right, I, I I've been driving for Uber all night long, but I drive a minivan. I look the way I look. So the two cops come, one on either side. You know, hands like at the ready. I roll down the window. Evening, officers. How you doing? Smiling real big. They're like, um, sir, I. I guess maybe you didn't see that there was a sign that said uh no U-turn there. And I didn't want to lie, but I didn't also want to tell them the truth. I was like, "Oh, sign, huh?" They're like, "Yeah, they're, where are you heading?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm just trying to get up to Santa Monica. I'm uh, been driving for Uber tonight and, you know, blah blah blah. I just talked to him for like, "Okay, well, sir, that's a you know, what you should have done is make a left hand turn, then go down a couple of blocks and then turn around then then come back and you could have got there just fine. Just don't do that again. OK, and give me a warning and left. And I know exactly why.
1: Yeah, I'm a white dude in a minivan. See, though, I do have. But I, I was also the guy who would talk to the cop if we all got pulled over. Yeah, because I was the probably the lightest dude in the car <laughs> and had the best smile. Like I was like, I can smile and just start. Hey, like, you know, and then that I would literally get volunteered. Every, like it happened twice. One time. Oh, man. I mean, I don't know how the fuck we didn't go to jail. It's crazy. You yeah, know, we, we're we're we're
0: basically just our stories yeah. piled up to like a five foot ten. For me, my stories pile up to a five, ten, two hundred and ten pound bearded dude, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so your stories pile up to who you are. And that is that is what we are, man. We're We're a product of our stories.
1: So I direct movies. So I write write and direct movies, man. I don't really uh, know what else to do other than tell stories. Right, man. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to link at least uh,
0: to your El Primo website in the the podcast and stuff, whatever. And so people can check
1: that out. I'm looking forward to checking it out. Tell me about the uh, SAG project you did last year. Made this short film called Jay Motel in the Blue Skies. Had a guy, Jay Jackson, who played Prudy on Parks and Rec. Okay. uh, He's a big reporter on Scandal and stuff. and. Really cool dude. Uh had this dude Austin Lyon from I don't know one of them sci-fi kid movies that came out last year. Uh, Divergent. Okay, yeah, in, yeah. He was in Divergent. And then uh really good buddy uh Marco Para. I gotta say that guy's name's most talented fucking actor of ever hmm. worked. That was you just met him. He was the one walking out. Oh, the guy walking out. All right. That kid is amazing, man. Amazing. Um uh, so had these dudes and um yeah, we did our first union project. It was a really twisted story, really dark. Uh, it's uh, basically a t- twisted murder. Okay. Um about it's about a guy it's a clean it's a, it revolves around a cleanup guy. A guy okay. who cleans up bodies for a living. Like okay. he, he's the guy that beats beats the beats the cops to the punch basically. And like, you know, he's the one that's gonna set up the scene for the cops. Okay. It's just a fucked up day in his and his little eyes. I don't want to give too much Yeah, don't get... It's I'll, a short, so there's a twist, you know. Yeah, I'll link uh, the uh, IMDB uh, page and,
0: uh, in, in the description. Um, I'm interested because I, I spent 18 years as a minister. That was my life before I decided that, you know, sitting behind a microphone and saying, hey, kids, don't be an asshole, is um, <laughs> uh, another way to minister. And then two years ago, I resigned, but I resigned and, you know, no hard feelings. I just didn't want to do it right then anymore. And about six months into my resignation, trying to figure out who I wanted to be when I grew up, I started doing voiceovers. Uh, Not not, nothing that anyone knows, but I've done a few audio books and things. And then I decided just a few months ago that I want to try to get into acting. So I've been background, you know, met some cool people. But now I'm looking at trying to get in those types of projects and stuff. So it's it's fun. I, I can't take a day off uh, of something that pays to do like a short or a student film that's like, oh, you know, maybe someday on the back end, I need to make money. So that's why I'm driving for Uber Do like, you do, 50 uh, or 60 hours a week. Do you do the central casting at all or anything like central that? Central casting. Yeah. I got to be on The Rookie last week. Nice. That uh, new show with Nathan Fillion. And most of the time when you're doing uh, background, you don't say where you are or what you're on, but it was a public shoot. It was like in a mall. So I'm not giving away any details of the show. <laughs> Because you know it's background, I really don't know any. But I was you know just in a place where I was watching scenes very up close. Most of the background it was like 150 of us because we had to fill up a mall. Oh damn, you had to, um,
1: that was a big that's a big call.
0: Yeah, it's like 150 200 background. But me and one other person was basically running out of the store for the beginning of every of the scene over and over and over again. So like 40 times I ran by uh, Nathan Fillion and um, the other stars of the show. And eventually he's like, "Hi, my name's Nathan." He like shaking, you know, like introduces himself to me like I wouldn't know who he was. Like I hadn't seen Firefly 5 times, you know. <laughs> and uh seen most of I think I've seen all but the, maybe the last season of Castle. Um I'm, I'm an old dude. I like those kinds of shows, you know. People are like, "Have you Have you seen uh I don't know, Black Mirror?" I'm like, "No, I haven't seen Black Mirror. I ought to." because everyone talks about how great it is Man. but yeah so there we go or whatever show is hot I do like stranger things oh I, I like stranger perfect. things a lot
1: it's a perfect show
0: I, I like that but I also like NCIS real well yeah. you know <laughs> I like a good procedural I like his kind of his kind of stuff like I loved Firefly and I liked castle and I'm looking forward to this show the rookie but yeah this is the way he kept so unassuming and so cool he's like hi my name is Nathan and I'm like, oh, my name's Eric. He's like, man, thanks so much for being here today. It's like, yeah, sure, you know. And we were there for like 14 hours, so
1: we were into double overtime. And that's the only, yeah, that's the only way to do it. Yeah, I got. I mean, I've been SAG for a while, like a few years. I haven't done background in the minute, though. I mean, I'd love to do some background because SAG background. I mean, yeah, When you get double time, I mean, you're fucking, yeah, you're sitting pretty, dude. It's not bad. Yeah, I'm not SAG yet. My acting
0: coach has a uh, a web series. Where when do you I'm, go? Uh, Brian Cutler's Actor Studio in Burbank. Okay. Yeah, Brian's been a SAG for like sixty-five years. Oh wow! Yeah, he was a child actor, Who got in SAG, and he's in his early seventies now. Lots of wisdom. You know, if anyone wants looking for an acting coach, uh, acting teacher, he's I'm in the Wednesday morning class, eleven a.m. Burbank. <laughs> Swing on by, hang out with me.